Blog Talk Radio.
In the name of Amen, the Supreme, the All-Powerful, the one and only true Lord, and Amen, we trust, as the Republican mentalists, the real 144,000 is being gathered this day and time, the mentalists, the mentalians, the Amen race, the bright race. Good evening. I'm your host, the intellectual new Mentaris, and this is Mental Act Radio. And tonight we're going to be talking about the constant completion of the bigger picture. You do know we as perfecting mentalists, and that's what we refer to ourselves as. We're, you know how people say in religion, people are practicing Muslims, practicing Christians. In other words, they're practicing their religion. They're trying it out. They, you know, they're making mistakes at it and things like that, and they're allowing themselves to make mistakes at following their so-called religion. But um, we are perfecting. We are perfecting mentalists. M-E-N-T-E-L-L-E-S-T, perfecting mentalists. We are perfecting mentalists, mentalists for short, just mentalists, but I say perfecting because we're constantly, as mentalists, we constantly look to extend our life to the fullest, live our lives to the fullest, complete every angle in our world or in this world that we're going through, complete every angle that needs to be completed. In other words, see out every scenario that needs to be seen out. And this puts you closer to the bigger picture. You should never leave any un, uh, any unresolved issues. You should never leave any unresolved issues. All issues should be resolved. All accounts should be rendered paid in full. Everything you do as we're moving through this three-dimensional realm cannot be, afford to be left incomplete. You must complete every angle, you know, every, when I say angle, I mean every uh, finish, because there's no angles within the three dimension. What I'm saying is in every scenario, you must complete every scenario throughout as we move into this third dimension. Because if you do not rep- um, complete every scenario in your life, the things that need to be completed in your life as we're moving, then you will not move. You will not move through this three-dimensional state. You will be stuck. You will be stuck within the third dimension because you have not completed what you need to complete within this three-dimensional life or in this three-dimensional world. You see, only complete beings, only complete beings are going to be accepted into the fourth dimension. Only complete beings, meaning we have mastered everything here, people, place, and possession. We no longer put any energy into these things. We are in this for the power. We already ultrastand what people, place, and possession is. For those who are still fascinated with a caught up on people, place, and possession, if you still are, then that means that you are trapped within this three-dimensional realm and you are not moving. But for those of us who have lightened this load, lessened these loads, we have closed these chapters in our lives, closed these doors in our lives, we no longer feel a need to lag behind within this three-dimensional realm. So those of you who have truly done this, you feel emotion, can you not? Can you not feel your life has become lighter? Your load has become lighter because you are not no, no, no longer dealing with uh, a low-level people, low-level places, and low-level possessions. You're no longer dealing with that, so your load should be lightened, and your picture, the picture that you had of these things should be complete. The picture you had of these things should be complete because pictured, you pictured the kind of life you wanted, the possessions you wanted, 
the places you wanted to be when you were on a lower level. Now, at this point, you should see a lot of the stuff you desired in this three-dimensional world is really about nothing. It's really about nothing. So now that you have basically understood in your mind that this is about nothing, you can move on from it. You can move on from it. You see, the people, like I said, I'm using this as an example, the people that came into this community, the ones who left out of here, they had a lot of unresolved issues in the world as well. That's why they still felt a connection to the world, to the three-dimensional world. But they, don't, they didn't feel as though we were moving. They didn't feel the motion of this movement because they were stuck in the two-dimensional world, you see. They were stuck in the two-dimensional world. They were still stuck there as possessions. They were possessed or obsessed by certain things within that realm that kept them locked there, and they were unable to resolve that issue, a.k.a. close that door, complete that picture of your life. They were unable to do that. That's why they had to go back into the work. They were called here because when you were called here, when I mean here, into the third dimension, because along with entering the Republic of Mentelec, whether you know it or not, you are entering the third dimension. Why do I say that? I said it because I said all humans are on the three-dimensional level. Why? Because they stick together collectively as a people. They are a real people, you see. They stick together as a real people, so therefore they have completed the picture of being people. This is why they're taken seriously in society, and you so-called black people are not, because you are not seen as a people. You are seen as a possession. You're still seen as possessions of the so-called white man, and you have not completed that picture. You have not closed out that picture in your damn lives. That's why you're still walking around here acting like Sambos and Coons and still acting like some of you niggas are on the plantation still because you have not closed out that chapter in your life. And the so-called white man really don't want you to close out that chapter in your life, that bigger picture. That's why he keeps making these goddamn slave movies. Every time you turn around, he's making a slave movie. Now he got niggas who he's he putting out in the forefront making the slave movies for you. You know why they do that? You know why they do that? Because that's a picture that they don't ever want closed in the minds of you so-called black people. They always want you to stay in your mind as possessions of the so-called white man. They don't want you to close that picture. They don't want you to put that image to bed in your mind so that you can teach your babies not to ever serve the damn beast. They always want you to be seen as you were you were, uh, 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 you were a possession of the so-called white man in this society. You beneath the white man. That's why they keep making these movies. That's why. Just seen a recent one on, uh, um, I think it was Netflix. I couldn't even watch all of it. Right? Couldn't even watch it all. It was some, and it was supposed to be, they tried to spin it as some kind of psychological thriller. I'm like, this is still some slave stuff. But I'll say they do this because they don't want you to close that chapter in your mind. They don't want you to close out that picture. They don't want that picture in, to end. That's a never-ending uh, uh, story. Exactly. Forever entrapped. Exactly. That's all. You see, this is what they do to the so-called black race. This is why you think they keep putting out these movies because they want this to be when they when the beast puts out a movie. Let me just say it like this: when he puts out a movie and he says he does it to capture your imagination, he basically wants you to live out what he has put on the screen. Whether he's putting it on the screen, like basically fantasize about being those characters that he wrote, or being aligned with those characters he wrote. You see, that's why they cast people. This is why they cast out an image, because they're trying to capture the imagination and pull in the reader. You ever heard when they say they write in a novel, they want to pull the reader in, they want to pull a uh, person watching the movie in, and the next thing you know, you start thinking this stuff is real. 
You start thinking this stuff is real. You know, you niggas, how y'all got caught up on that damn Scarface movie in the 80s. You niggas was trying to be Scarface for real. You niggas actually thought that was real. Or you or you, you crackers and you niggas and the rest of y'all was caught up on that movie The Godfather in 1972. Like, you niggas was talking like y'all was Italian, trying to talk like Vito Corleone. And I ain't going to front. It's a good movie. It's captivating. It caught my imagination, The Godfather. Damn sure did. So the beast, kudos to the beast. But the point is that they really don't want you to close out images in your mind. Because in your mind, you're supposed to close certain things out of your mind. You're supposed to put certain things in a section of your mind. Okay, this is fantasy. This is not real. This is reality over here. This is over here. This is that, that. And you put things out of your mind. You close those pictures in your mind, those images of what you see. You're supposed to close those things out. You're not supposed to have no wonder or any wonderment about what it is that you're actually doing in your life. You're supposed to be moving forward, man. And the only way you move forward is to lessen your load in this world. You see, you, you black people in the two-dimensional world, your load is heavy as hell, man. Just being black, that load is heavy. That picture is always going to be incomplete. You know why the picture of being black is always going to be incomplete? Because the so-called white man wrote the picture. He wrote and produced the picture of black people, Negroes, niggers, African-Americans. He wrote that picture, and he's continuing to write the script. Do y'all get what I'm saying with this? He's continuing to write the script for you niggas to follow, man. That's why the picture as you as black people will never be over. Are y'all following what I'm saying here? Because I'm saying four different things at one time. Pay attention. They got, they got these niggas casting a perpetual script as black people, as African Americans. This is nothing but a Zionist production. This is a Zionist production of you African American Negroes. And they're constantly writing the, they're, they're constantly writing the script. Every year they come out with a new script with the same characters. And I mean that literally. I'm not even joking. I mean that literally. They come out with the same script. You niggas always acting like coons every year. So, no, it's always the coon mentality always coming around. Like I said, you look at the coon Sambo image they showed you in the 1920s and 1910s, the black face and the, and the bugged out hair and the bugged out eyes. Then you look at, fast forward, the images they put out, Chris Tucker. What's that little uh, the nigga? Uh, uh, um, what's that? Um, ooh, um, what's the guy? Uh, um, uh, uh, what's that guy's name? Uh, um, the rapper. He's like, I don't want no black ass baby. I'm black as look. I don't want no black ass. Baby. You know who, who's that rapper I'm talking about? Who's that rapper? That coon Sambo. That young coon. What, what's his name? That young coon. I don't want no black ass babies. I'm too black. The one he talking about. He how dark he is and how ashamed he is of him being dark. But whoever that is. That is nothing but a script from the so-called white man. These coons, like I said, they've been following a script, and they don't even know it. It's like these niggas are in the Truman Show. How many of y'all know that movie, The Truman Show? See, the Beast writes things like that. Basically, this guy Truman, according to the story, i never seen it before, but he's living in a world that he thinks is his life, but it's really a script. That's really an analogy for you so-called black people, you see? That's really an analogy for the so-called black race. You niggas are living in a world that's not even yours, thinking that you are a certain way, thinking this is your personality, your persona. You living in one big picture that, y'all, that will never end, that you can't close out mentally. 
Why you think they make these stupid movies, these black movies? They make the same movies over and over and over again. You know why? Because they want y'all to follow a script of thinking, a line of thinking as black people, because they know movies program people. So, of course, they're going to keep making the same movie. But when you see white people, you see them to be everything. White people could be everything. They could be damn aliens. They could be damn uh, Egyptians. They Notice white people get to be everything. You niggas just to get to be in a Sambo Coon comedy, semi-comedy. Notice that? I, I mean, yeah, thank God. They, they do that for a reason. They make these movies. They know y'all want some of you, y'all want to see different variations of so-called black people in roles. But see, they don't want to do that because then that would expand your thinking. If you started seeing yourself as the Egyptians, the real story, the Mesoamericans, the Olmecs, if you start seeing those stories, that's going to expand your imagination and open you up to more things. So they're not going to do that because they want to keep you they, they want they, That would mean you would leave the picture that they have of you as a Negro, as an African-American, uh, as a coon and a sambo in this society, and then you start thinking on a higher level. They can't have that. You stop thinking that you a thug. Cause I told you people before, guys like Tupac, who you niggas love so much, these guys were characters, man. These guys was not real, man. These guys was characters. Biggie, shit for you so-called lost black males to follow, man. Easy E, and them guys, them guys are characters, man. You guys are not real. And they and the beast took they took out they took out they uh, um. They took out their assets, as they say. They took their assets out. And then made them icons. They they took out their assets, and then they made them icons to the rest of y'all to look up to. You see, because they want the same ever-going story. They want the ongoing story. Like I said, they already wrote the script for you so-called black people, and they don't want you to close it out. That's how these beasts got you living. Because, again, how you know that is, First and foremost, why are they presenting images of so-called black people? Why are these people writing it? Because they write the images for everybody, so-called white men, so-called Zionists, Jews. They write the images for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Black, white, and everything in between. Like I said, for the white, they give them all kinds of, you know, uh, uh, vast and, you know, uh, uh, they make them basically three-dimensional people in their thought process. They, they make you niggas two-dimensional in your thought process, and thus you become two-dimensional. You see? You think all to life, all all it is to life is twerking, screwing, partying, smoking weed. That's what you niggas do. That's that's the life. Y'all ain't thinking about nothing else because you're not programmed to think about nothing else. You really think that that's what you want to do. That's what you live to do. That's not what you live to do. That's what you're programmed to do. You see that in a damn movie, people turning up. You know, especially now they got the reality show. They had to even put it even harder on you, Negroes, man. To get you sucked up into their picture, man. You see, how many of these black females are getting programmed by a uh, hip hop, hip hop, a uh, basketball wives, hip, what, uh, hip hop Atlanta, hip hop, whatever. Yeah, what, what all these shows, these reality shows, women of Atlanta. How many of you, these bronze women, these so-called black women, getting programmed by these shows, getting sucked up into these pictures? You know what I'm saying? You thinking that this is all uh, some reality that these women live? This is all scripted, man. Who's writing a script for what's supposed to be reality TV? How the hell you write a script for reality TV? Ain't, ain't no script. It's supposed to be real, right? Wrong. You, they write the script because they're trying to program you women, you so-called black women, and you jug-headed black males who with them. 
you, the black female, they want to program you to be like them ratchet-ass whores you see on TV. You start thinking you like that. You know you wasn't raised like that. You know you, you start acting brand new. You watch damn Desperate Housewives. I haven't seen it happen. Uh, big hip-hop. What was it? Hip, was it uh, young hip, young and hip hop or some nonsense? That's programming, man. That's programming the young black females, man, to be a bunch of ratchet ass hood rats and hoes and liberators. They want you to be part of that never ending picture, man. You see? Or they put Lizzo or Lizzo back out there, a mammy, a mammy looking black female out there. Or a harlot-ass black female out there, and then they get y'all all to follow that image because they want that to be the never-ending narrative for the so-called black woman. Oh, of course they're gonna add one more narrative. Now you get to be with the white man and you combative against the so-called black man. That's the that's the next level they adding right now in the picture. You combative against the black man. You don't want to be with a black man. You want to be with a white man and whatnot. That's the next level because if you notice, you know they're trying to introduce that into the script because they want that to be the next part of the script. See, these people control your mental script, man. They control your mental script, basically what you think, how you think, why you think the way you do, your, your limits of thinking, because you still think it's two-dimensional beings, possessions, you so-called black people. That's the never-ending picture you live in. That's why they show you in a picture reel, what is it? The wheel keep rolling and rolling because it's on the wheel. It's on the wheel, you see, and who's pulling the film through the reel? The beast is pulling the film through the reel and casting the light on it and putting it out there for you Negroes to follow, man. That's what they doing. They constantly putting that out there for you to follow. Growing up, yeah, growing up hip hop. You look at, I'm gonna tell you something. Look to the one who produces these um, stuff. You are gonna find that behind the ones they producing this stuff, they putting black females behind it. This lady by the name of Mona Scott. She's a Caribbean. Mona Scott. She's not from here. She's producing the loving hip-hop things and all that. And then, like I said, they're getting the so-called black woman to do it. They don't get the so-called black man to do it. They get the so-called black woman to do it. They basically, because they know the so-called black man after a while, he might be reading some of that Coon Sambo shit, and he might grow some nuts and be like, I can't do this to my people. You know, he might buck up, and he might want to resign and quit. But they know the so-called black female. They know she want her, she about her money. She about getting her money. She don't give a fuck about what she put, putting out here. Mona Scott, you damn demon. And the other damn demon, uh, 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 what's that? What's her name? Uh, 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 not Gail King. Yeah, you too, Gail King and Oprah Winfrey. But what's the other one? Ava DuVernay, damn demon. Liberated ass black demons. Black witches. You understand that? They don't give a damn. They just want their money. So they'll do whatever the beast does. They'll keep adding the picture to the frame. They keep putting the pictures in the frame and whatnot, casting these images forward with the beast. They want to cast forward a liberated black female, a, 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 a half a witch, so that you can't never get out of that image. You can never get that image out of your mind. You live in that picture, you live in that perpetual picture, that illusion, something that you can't complete in your head or say to yourself, you know what, this ain't real, so let me go ahead and just take my mind off this stuff. Let me take a call. Seven seven zero. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. All right. I'm just making sure you can hear me, Cliff. What you say now? Hello. Yeah. W- hello. Yeah. You can hear me, Cliff. I hear you. I can hear you, Cliff. All right. Yeah. I just want. Yeah. All right. I just want to tell you, man. Same thing happened to me with the uh, black bitches, man, with the uh, with the wigs. 
I I was skipping out on them. I was skipping out on them, skipping out on them. I just gave one a chance. Same shit every time. It seemed like all of them with the wigs, they, they love animals, for one thing. They be closely related. They love having dogs in their face. And another thing is they always mention, maybe I should try a white boy. Every last one of them. I'm talking about every last one of them. And I, and I usually don't do the wig shit, but I, I would. I tried it one more time in the same situation. It's like all of them with the wig. It's like it come with the wig, the mentality. They, hey, hey, it's programmed, brother. They programmed. They're being programmed. This is real shit happening here. They're being programmed, all right? And they're they in a picture. They in an illusion in their mind because they really got the mindset of a white female now. That's why they're talking. Like they really getting programmed to be like white females. That's really what they get in program because yep. you see the white female, the black, the black female ain't nothing but a counterpart of the white female. You know, the white woman, she she used to have a little dog up in her face, uh, uh, it, it just all that flirty. And you'll see some of these black females, they talk whiter than the white girls, man. They mm-hmm. talk whiter and, than the and, white girls. And another thing they I, I noticed, I ain't gonna hold you up. But another thing I noticed was this spiritual shit. Like they love this, uh, what I want to say, like the zodiac. They be real deep in that zodiac shit, and they be real deep in this like. I'm uh like damn near like kumbaya type shit. Even the natural ones. I heard you say that one time. The natural ones like that too. The one with the natural oh, ones. Yeah. They, they deep listen, into this. Listen, listen, brother. They liberated and they are being put in. They are being brought into the image in the film and the ongoing picture of Satanism. These bitches study witchcraft, brother. They on they they study. That's what that zodiac really is. They on that witchcraft. That's a small portion of witchcraft. That zodiac and the spiritual talk and you know and everything is love. When you hear you start hearing that coming from these niggas with that, and you heard P Diddy say the same thing. And then I say that love thing is acceptance. What did P Diddy do? He 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 endorsed this nigga little Nas X kissing a man on the damn uh, hip hop award. That means he they they that all that love means they accept everything and everybody. That means they pansexual. They into everything. They're part of the ongoing demonic and degenerate script of the mm-hmm. beast, man. They living out that image. They constantly living that in that world. Uh, and one more thing, and one more thing, and it's sad because I'm gonna be real with you. I don't, I don't, I'm not even attract, really attracted to other women. I've never laid with other women before. It's the only. I'm like, who the fuck? I'm. I'm gonna be real. I don't want to be vulgar, but shit, who I'm a fuck? Who left out here? You feel what I'm saying? I got the fuck. I got to get me. You know, it's like who left out here? You. I know it's somebody out here, but you really got to pick out here. But uh, yeah, man, I'm. Uh, I'm gonna see you. I'm in Atlanta. I'm gonna see you uh Sunday, right? Yeah, brother, you'll see me Sunday. You will. All right. All right, man. All right, bring some friends out. Bring some friends, family out there. It's gonna be. It's gonna be, you know, good for everybody because the baby's gonna be there. So I'm gonna watch my tongue, but it's gonna still be fire and knowledge. And I, I'm gonna be true with. You. I'm gonna be true with you. Yeah, I ain't even got none. <laughs> it's just me, man. It's just me, man. All right, but I'm brother. coming though. All right. All right. I'll see you there. All right. I'll see. You. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. He kept it real. I like that. Yeah. So, like I said, man, we got. I, I mentioned all this stuff because. This is the world we live in, man. Literally, as we enter the third dimension, man, these we just rolling past all this stuff at this, at this point, man. We rolling past all this stuff. Like, like, look, we don't even if those who are really in this community and who are of Amen, we don't even really we don't see none of this. We we see this shit passing by us, and it's just literally like it's passing by you. 
Like, like you don't have the want or the desire to get out and want to see what this is about. Remember when you was two-dimensional, when you was black? You wanted to get involved in all these different scenarios, this, you know, conscious nonsense or this Hollywood shit. No, you wanted to get involved in all this black stuff. But then once, you, once I told y'all what it really was with all this stuff and that this is all contrived, this is all written out, this is all big picture, one big ongoing uh, a, a tragic ass comedy called the Black Race. Once I told y'all that you know, we we come up out of that man, we broke that man, we closed that door man, we completed that picture man. That whole African American black Negro thing, it just looks like one big. It it don't even look real no more. You know what I'm saying? We just speaking a whole another language right now. We're just speaking a whole nother language. I mean, I'm not even saying, we talking English, but I'm saying we as mentalians, we speaking a whole nother language now, man. We ain't, man, we ain't, these niggas are not even real to us, man. And they not. I guarantee you, if I seen Jay-Z, Snoop Dogg, and all of them, them niggas look like a bunch of zombies and mannequins, man. Them niggas look like, don't even look real to me, man. Because in my mind, that picture of them people and, who, and what they supposed to represent to who a lot of you niggas that y'all still represent and put them on a pedestal, they look they look phony and false to me, man. Even from where I'm sitting, these people are phony, man. They contrive fake characters, man. That's putting your face to program you to keep you as a continual, uh, a, a, a continual character in this ongoing two-dimensional role of the beast, man, which he got you so-called black people in. Y'all don't know y'all in a living, you niggas are in a living production, man. You niggas are in a, your lives are nothing but a production. Because the white man see all you niggas are stars. And his mind, all you niggas are stars. You know what I mean by that? He means, I mean by that, in the white man's mind, all you niggas are characters. He don't see y'all as real. And when you get too real for him, he can't handle it. He see you niggas as a bunch of hip hop, uh, uh, bebop, ass niggas who love white women, love love basketball, love video games, and all that nigga shit. That's what he see you as. That's the character he knows you as and feel comfortable with you as. You niggas come out of that character, he don't want to deal with you. He don't want to see you. He spent a lot of money to create that image of you. That's a picture he don't want to close out. You niggas are scripted, man. Your whole life is African-American. It's scripted, man. None of that shit is real, y'all I'm been into. All your family picnics and family reunion and big mama. That's a bunch of slave shit, man. All that, your black, your black uh, 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 family traditions is a bunch of slave shit, man. That's all it is. And you niggas love this shit, man. The beast wrote this shit for y'all to follow. And y'all keep following this shit. And, and perpetual motion, like you niggas just keep walking into the same circle. You know why? Because y'all in that two-dimensional zone. Y'all going to keep going in circles and circles and circles. Y'all going to keep saying the same thing, the same shit you niggas are saying in 2021. You were saying back in 1965, 1932, 1918. You niggas were talking about liberation, freedom, and, and, and equality, and you niggas still saying the same thing. Why, don't, so don't y'all think at this point is a reason? That this is something that's beyond your control. You still begging the white man after two, three hundred goddamn years. You still looking to him to solve your problem. Don't you think that this is something that is scripted? I mean, at this point, like y'all all like got the same mindset. It all goes. It's this is scripted, man. This is not even real. 
yeah, this is a this is an image or a picture that you y'all can't break in your mind. See, y'all, this is why the black race can never enter the fourth dimension because they can't break this ongoing perpetual image of blackness. They cannot. This is what the beast, when he cast that spell of blackness, that black magic out, this is what he was talking about. He cast out that spell of black magic on you so-called black people, but making you black people, people in darkness, people in a state of ignorance, continual ignorance, and he pulls the strings and keeps you rotating in that circumference of ignorance. He keeps you dancing like goddamn puppets on strings, whether you in the damn project, whether you up in Hollywood, whether you sitting in a $2 million or $8, million, $8 billion mansion, Jay-Z told you, rich nigga, poor nigga, rich nigga, po- uh, half nigga, fat nigga, what, what, still a nigga. He told you what he was telling you was that somebody's going to keep writing this perpetual script. And in the script, y'all niggas, no matter what, as black people, you will remain as niggers. You are not seen as people because, like I said, they writing this script. I'm not playing. Hear me. I am not joking. This is an ongoing script, and the beast puts niggas out there because what do you think these black actors are? What do you think all actors really are? Actors are influencers. Do y'all hear me? Actors are influencers. They are put out to influence people. You see, how they want you to look a certain way, be a certain height, you know, have a certain look to you, especially if you're white and they're trying to go for a certain character image. You see, they know who to pick and choose. They know the optics as an optical illusion. They know the optics. Notice they're using that word a lot lately, the optics. Oh, for the optics, meaning the visual. The visual. The optics, because that's where you create the illusion. Y'all follow what I just said to you? Why the beast focuses on the optics is because the optics is where you create the illusion, a.k.a. optical illusions. You see, this is how he can take shave off, shave off certain things and images and put things. You think these people look like this on camera, and you think they look like that and whatnot, and they don't look like that. They play games through images. They play games through images. Through the looking glass, which became your glasses, which became your television screen, which became your computer screens. That's the glass you look through. And these are the images they put out in front of you to fool you. These are the images they put out in the world to fool you. You see? To keep you in that perpetual mindset. They put these influences out here so that you, they pull you into the picture. They pull you into a picture of nothing. See, they pull you into a picture of nothing. Next thing you know, you caught up in the influence of nothing. You become a uh, a wannabe. You become a hanger on of these people in the in the media, in the news, in the mo- movies, whatever. These so-called black people, you become a hanger on to that image. You start looking at them as famous. You start looking up to them. You start, oh man, I I love this. And like I said, that's what's meant to do. Because see, that's why the beast is be. He always be worried about entertainers and they image and whatnot certain assets to use because he wants to keep the influences going. He needs the influences to keep y'all in the picture. The influences are used to keep y'all in the picture in the two-dimensional image. You see? They are used to keep you in the two-dimensional image. I'm going to give you a good example of this. 
I told you the beast writes the script for all this stuff that you watch, read, whatever, what you get in your curriculum, in school. They write all this shit for you, man, to follow. As black people, they got a black curriculum, whether you know it or not. They have a black curriculum. See, these are all images. These are all pictures. These are all pictures that are being framed in time because if they're being framed in time and the beast can then turn around and show his children, see, this is how we had these Negroes and such and such and such, and this is how the niggers was like this, that, because they're framing this in time, time frames, you see, and they're little time frames. They work by decades, you see, and they want to create a different image each decade. Notice, like I said, all those images you saw, with the exception of the Nation of Islam, all those images you saw of black people were scripted from your W.E.B. Du Bois. Well, for going back to your Harriet Tubman. No, start with Frederick Douglass, your Harriet Tubman, your W.E.B. Du Bois, all those people, your Langston Hughes, your Sojourner Truth, all them so-called black history images were, were contrived by the beast. I'm not saying these people didn't exist, but they put these people's history and utilized them at, to create an image in the minds of you so-called black people. That's why whenever they talk about civil rights, they got the same niggas up there all the time. Martin Luther King, uh, 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 Medgar Evers, all them niggas in the Black Panthers, which those groups were started, man, by the beast. Because they wanted to add a different level of edge to you Negroes, man. You see, they wanted to add a different edge to you Negroes. You know why they wanted to add a different edge to you Negroes? Why they wanted to either take you in that black militant right, right of the picture or they wanted to take you in that civil rights thing? Because the beast is a master at dividing you mentally. He had the niggas with the black, with the black power thing over here, and then he had the so-called uh, 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 civil rights niggas over there. But see, deep down the middle, which they didn't want you to go to, is somebody like the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. They didn't want you to go to the obvious path, that which was cleaning up your community, getting your minds right and things like that. They didn't want you to be a part of that bigger picture, you see, because that picture was taken off. That picture was taken off, you see. That picture was taken off and growing. So what the beast had to do, he had to create this black power shit. Then he had to create this Pan-Af, which is all that Pan-African shit. He had to create that. Then he had to come with this civil rights shit, right? All of a sudden, he get all interested in, 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 in civil rights in the 60s. Niggas was begging for civil rights in the 20s and the 30s. Now, all of a sudden, he's interested. Why? Same thing. All these black power groups come up, and they, but these niggas was all college niggas. What the fuck is going on here? Growing uncut. See, these are all images the beast puts you in. They create these images, man. They create these people. They create these characters for you to follow. Biggie, Tupac, Easy E, all these motherfuckers are created to keep you caught in a two-dimensional mind frame. Keep you as black people. Keep you as niggas. That's what I'm saying. Raw and uncut. That's the picture that y'all can't complete in your minds. That's the picture you can't complete in your minds. Because you become starstruck by these people. You want to be like these people. You want to hang out where they hang out. You adopt their ideologies and philosophies, which is all bullshit. You start thinking like a thought. Because the beast don't do nothing but use that thought movement, that whole, that slut movement. He don't do nothing but use that as a way to push libertarianism, a.k.a. witchcraft, on you fucking black women, man. You black females. That's dumb enough to follow the white telling you you don't need a man. You don't need a family. 
you two women could raise raise children together. That's that's a whole degenerate film they making that you niggas just can't close out because the beast got so many levels to this picture, man. That's the third dimension. I'm telling you, this is the grooves I was telling you about. Remember I said the grooves versus the rhythms. They got the grooves. They create the grooves, aka the groves, in which to practice this sick shit to create a grove or a groove. Like you see the grooves in the records, the old records, '78. The groove, that's what the needle follows. You follow? That's what the needle follows. And then once the needle follows the grooves or the groves, next thing you know, sound is produced. When that diamond hits those grooves or those groves, sound is produced. Images are produced. Whether you want to make them real or false, they are produced. You see? And they, that's how they do you so-called black people, man. That's how they do you so-called black people. All those movements that so-called black was patterned after white movements before then, man. They just put blackface on it because they wanted to keep you part of a perpetual picture, man. You see, they either had to make you the angry revolutionary over here in this one film, or they had to make you the, uh, the passive civil rights coon over here in the other picture. These are all images created by him. These are all images created by him. You see, that black power, pan-African bullshit over there, and then this civil rights black nonsense over here, these are all created. Can't you see? That's why they always fail. This is why every so often when you don't hear shit about these things anymore, this civil rights shit or this black power shit, you don't hear nothing about it no more, then all of a sudden it just starts to resurface. Why? You think it's doing, that's resurfacing for, no, for nothing? You think you think it's just coming up, or it's just getting popular? Nah, man. They make these things popular again. The beast makes these things popular again because they're trying to capture you in an ongoing picture that you so-called black people can't complete. That's why I said again, I don't care that you so-called black people are caught in the picture, the ongoing picture of the beast. I don't care. However, however do care about is raising my people from that false reality and putting them into the reality of motion within this three-dimensional realm because we got to keep it moving. Notice, you know why? I'm going to show you something, and let's prove everything I'm telling you. Notice the so-called East Indians, Arabs, and all these other people, they don't get caught up in none of that shit on BET or any entertainment stuff. Notice that you don't never see them really caught up in none of this stuff that's going on. Notice that you don't see them because they focus on growing their families. They focus on moving forward. That's what they focus on. And that's where the power comes from from them to have businesses in your, your damn neighborhood, have businesses in your neighborhood, buy up the blocks and neighborhoods. That's how they do it as a community and as a country, as a society, because they focus on them. You niggas focused on the image of the beast, man. You focused on that image, the false picture. Instead of the real picture, the ongoing completion, the constant picture from us uh, coming together, from us unifying, from us producing children, that's the ongoing picture, the bigger picture that's constantly being completed as we are moving toward the fourth dimension because all completion is motion. All completion is motion. We are moving. As we are completing these things in our mind, closing these things out in our mind, not connecting ourselves with the things in this world and whatnot, we are moving forward, man, collectively. Y'all follow what I'm saying to y'all? Y'all follow what I'm saying? These people don't put no energy into nothing that's going on here. They keep you putting energy into what's going on here. You see? 
You're the only ones that's trapped up by the beast. These other people know what the beast is because they part of the beast, man. That's why you don't see the Asians all caught up in, uh, and watching no um, um, TV like that. You don't see the damn Arabs doing all that. You don't see the if they, they might watch some TV. They watch and just laugh at you niggas on TV for a minute. They, they ain't really, and then, you know, trying to mimic you. But then they just going about their business, going to run their family business, have their children, teach their children, you know, raise their children. You don't see them crying about Notice you don't see them crying about you don't hear that the Arabs or the all these other people that's here Asians crying about COVID nineteen and whatnot and the effects of it. The only people that they're really talking about about is so called black people. And that's the only ones when they when they talk about it's a pandemic and all this, they really just talking about you that's not you so called black people, man. That's all. Because they know the news is really to affect you. They know these other people don't give a shit about the news, man. And what they talking about? They they too busy running their family businesses. And they watch the news and, ah, and they thinking about their family business and what they're going to do back home when they send that money back home. That's what they thinking about. You see, you niggas, you really caught up in the things of this world, man. See, this is why they keep it moving. See, the only way we're going to start to generate and move forward is we got to close out these things in our mind. We have to close out these things in our minds. You see. We got to close it out. It's unreal. Because, see, like I said, the people that faded out of here, the people that fell off, they didn't close out the two-dimensional world in their mind. They couldn't do it. They couldn't close that door. They couldn't close that black door, man. That's really the truth about it. That's why when I say, keep notice I always use the term when they leave the republic, I say they faded to black. That's a motion picture terminology. That's when the film ends and it's just darkness. It means fade to black. That's where I got that from. You see, because these people had faded to black a long time ago. They had to go back in that circle because they come out of that black circle and they return to that black circle. The only way you're going to rise out of that black circle, out of that circle of darkness that the beast has created for you is to raise into the third dimension, into this community collectively. That's the only way, man, to raise mentally out of that mind frame and into this brighter one. And through that creates the extension, man. See, that's the real way. I'm giving you the real way because when people say, oh, well, Newton, what's your what's your uh what's your uh uh, uh solution for everything? And when I give us a solution, oh let's come together as a community. Yeah, well yeah, that ain't real. Yeah, we are a community. No, you're not a community. You're not. You're not a community. You are a disunity. And this is why you can't see the bigger picture. This is why you're locked out of the bigger picture as a race of people. You are all in darkness. Because you have bought into the image of the beast and you are living in the image of the beast. That's why you so-called black men think you niggas are thugs in the hood. You niggas walk around screw face. You niggas, y'all learned that from some nigga that learned it from some white man in a movie in the 20s and the 30s. Because you niggas start wanting to be thugs in hoods watching some white gangster movies and whatnot. Next thing you know, you coming around beating up and bullying your own people and whatnot. And now you want to be drug dealers, and heroin dealers, and all this other shit, man. Following after the white man. You see, his picture was already made for him. His image was already made for him. And all you niggas, all they're doing is repackaging his image and giving it to you niggas, man. That's why a lot of you niggas want to be white. You want to be part of that, that you want to be the black image of the so-called white man. Because like I said, you got his images stuck in your head. You got his images, his pictures stuck in your head. He's He's been captured your imagination. As black people, the beast has been captured your imagination. You see? And he has cut all off all future images to a greater nation for you because he has captured your imagination. 
your image of a greater nation, a greater society, a greater world has been, uh, has been canceled out because the beast has captured your imagination, your imagination, image of a greater nation or a greater society or a greater world. He has captured that because now you live in the fantasy world of him. You see, you live in the fantasy world of him. You see. That's why you so-called black men, you, you, that's why you so-called black men, you go to Hollywood and you niggas really think, yeah, I'm going to get on because of my talent and, you know, I'm a great actor and things like that. And you so-called black men go out there like that because you, you believe in some image that the white man told you about how you come to Hollywood and, you know, your talent, you're going out there and you believe what they tell you about that you actually got to get out there. And you see ain't no work for you so-called black men, especially if you ain't ready to hit the floor, hit the, hit the damn floor on your knees. Ain't no work for you out there. It lets you know you a nigga. That's the real world. You see? And the world where the beast keep it moving, he ain't got time to dilly-dally with you niggas, man. He'll tell you just what it is up front and close if you push him to. He'll tell you just what it is. He'll end your fantasy about who he, who you believe he is real fast. Because that's what you see. I'm, I'm going to say something about you niggas. You niggas have bought so much into the image of the so-called white man being good, kind, and whatever, you know, trustworthy white man. You niggas have bought so much into it that you actually go with the intentions of believing white people are cool, they're this, they're that, because you saw that in a movie somewhere. Like I said, they invaded your head with their image, and you can't close out that picture in your mind. So y'all think all these white people is cool with you and everything else, and, you know, you don't recognize when they disrespect you. You don't recognize you, and you just want to be close to them until they, when you think you get too close and you see the real them. And then that's when they gonna show you who they really are. They're gonna sh- they're gonna break that they're gonna break that uh, wall for you because they ain't got time to dilly dally with you niggas, man. They're gonna show you what the third dimension is about. They're gonna give you a bird's eye view. What do I mean by that? When they'll give you a view into the third dimension because I told you in the third dimension everything is about movement. Everything is about movement in the third dimension. These people who we are entered as we are entering into the third dimension, as the Mentellians, the Mesoamericans. Though, as we're entering into the third dimension as a people, as a true nation of people, as a real community of people, a real, a real heritage, a real background, culture, future, everything, as we're entering as the real people in this society, that's a new reality that's being laid forward. That's another picture that the beast did not intend on seeing. That's another picture. You see? That's another picture. They didn't intend on showing that picture because they see they they don't control this they don't control this camera over here. Armin controls this camera. Armin is controlling this image. That's why when they listen to this broadcast, they'd be like, "What what what is this guy talking about? What is where's he getting this from? Where's this guy? What, what is this guy? Who you know? Where where is this guy getting this from? Where's this guy coming from with this? Yes, you, you see." So now they're nervous. They'll be like, "Well, is this dangerous? What is this guy doing with? You know, what is he? Well, let's just watch this guy. He hasn't. You know, we don't know what this guy's talking about. He sounds crazy. Sounds nuts. But you know, he has a little following. But he's nothing. He's just talking a bunch of conspiracy stuff and things like that. And you know, that's it. That's how they're gonna write it off. But that's beautiful. That's beautiful that they do write it off that way. You see, that's beautiful that they do write it off that way. But I know they're listening. 
They ain't got no other choice but to listen because this is another picture. This is another production taking place right in front of their goddamn face. And, of course, the beast is nosy. You know, you got to – because notice, whenever you're doing something that he didn't do or that he didn't create, wherever you're doing something, notice he always want to know, hey, what's going on here? What's the – what's what's hey, what's going on? He want to be all nosy all up in your shit. Notice that? When you do something that don't include him, when you do something that don't include him, you see, when he's not running the production – when he's not controlling the event and things like that, he want to be all up in there. He don't know what's going on. But when he running shit, and he'll tell you, no, you all, you know, already things. We already got things handled already. We don't need your help. All right. All right, Tyrone, we don't need your help. All right, Tom. All right, Tyrone, we don't need your help. They get funky with you when they controlling shit, right? They get all funky. They don't want you really a part of it. Then when you're doing something, they won't get all up in it and will get offended if you don't let them in. See, because that means that represents a whole other production that they don't control. You see, and the beast wants to control all production. They want to control all production of these images that you see, man. These pictures, because they know these pictures create images in your head, man. They create imagination in your head. And like I said, that's an open door. That's a completion to all of the, you know, especially if somebody's putting reality, real reality, true reality up. Because if you too, let me tell you something with the beast. If your content is too real, if you're st- if you putting out stuff that's too real, you know what happens? They they'll block it uh, and they'll get shot and you get shadow banned like mental like radio mental like radio and the channels on YouTube you get shadow banned if you saying something that's beyond the beast because they they can't tell me oh you doing that because we offended people and things like that when I'm seeing all kinds of offensive shit on YouTube all all day so don't tell me it's an offensive thing if you not check it no you don't want this intel getting out because. It's a whole other image, a whole other picture that you can't control. And if you cannot control it, you ain't going to try to make – you're not going to let it get out. You're not going to let it get but so far if you can help it. You see, that's why shit stay underground. Like I said, you know that terminology about music, underground music, you know, uh, 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 mainstream, underground. Who controls the mainstream? The beast. Who keeps things on the underground where it can't come mainstream? The beast do. You see, he's going to make sure you can't hear real shit. He's going to make sure you can't hear real things because what happens is real images are grown in your head. Real images, pictures are completed in your mind. You see? Pictures are completed in your mind. You see? You got to keep that in mind. You see? That's why you got to make sure you put images of our people in the minds of the children, man. The beast kept that image of Jesus up for a reason, man. The beast kept the images of George Washington on the $20 bills or whatever, whatever bills George Washington, Lincoln on. They kept the images because every time movement was going on, currency was taking place, they wanted you to see them moving. They wanted you to see their image moving. See, when you give a, you got a dollar bill and you got the white man's face on it and you're passing it to this one, to that one, to that one, you are passing that image back and forth. So now you're giving his image movement. You follow? Like a motion picture. You pass it back. You created a, a animation around that currency, thus giving it current or charge or power to move about in the hands of people. Now they got you down to the card. Now you move off of the digital system, the digital system, where they move the images of what you are now around digitally because now it gets to more people than how they did it through the watermark, the digit. You see? It gets to more people because now they can control the image more. They can build a profile on you. 
say what you like, what you don't like, your dislikes. You know what I'm saying? Because they want to, they're creating a character out of you. That's why, if you notice, they used to, when they used to, uh, you know, these companies, advertising companies, well, what do you like? What kind of food do you like? Do you like this, that? Because they're trying to build a profile on certain people. You see? Because they, the beast is always looking for material to add to his picture about you. See, they write these things about you because they have a stereotypical. And like I said, this is where you get all these science writers from. They study people. They study people. You really think that these Jews came into hip-hop because they really loved the music so much? Yeah, they did love the music, but it wasn't about that. It was about getting a stranglehold on something that you so-called black people was homegrown. They couldn't have that. They wanted a stranglehold on that image because, see, you had the power to create a whole other image for our people through hip-hop. You had the power to create a whole other image because it came from the street. It didn't come from no clubs. It didn't come from those. It came from you niggas in the street, uh, something that you grew organically, the rapping on the mic, even though it was being done early, that came organically from our people. And you already know, once the beats hear some music or any tone or frequency of sound that's coming from our people that's unique, be it music or whatever the case may be, rap, He's going to take it and he's going to get a stranglehold on it because he's thinking beyond just the music. He's thinking the image. He's thinking what people want to think, the narrative. This is how he thinks. He thinks way ahead of y'all, man. Think it's just about music. You, you niggas think it's just about movies. No, it's bigger than that. Take a call. 864. How you doing, brother? How you doing? It's very... Uh... It's very frustrating, man, to sit back and to be looked upon as a group, the only group in this country that really does not have any type of economy. You know what I mean? I mean, uh-huh. I, I I live in Charlotte, North Carolina, and I, I ride down in the city sometimes, man, and I see entire strips of Asian economy, Hispanic economy. East Indian economy, and of course white economy. But man, there is no black economy. We have, I mean, I'm just saying we. The so-called black race has no idea what America is or what it's about. We're just like, like I'm just saying we're. The so-called black race is just entertainment to everybody else. And we don't even realize, I'm just saying we. The so-called black race doesn't even realize that, you know, we're the only people that do not have a true economy, which America is a business. Everything about it is a business. But exactly. our people just don't, I just say our people, the so-called black, black people just don't see Black it. people don't get it. Black people don't understand that they are the only ones in a picture where they're just the characters and everybody else knows what's going on. You know what niggas are? Niggas in America, South America and all of Niggas are like in one big like ongoing sketch comedy show where everybody knows that the niggas being made fun of everywhere. You know, saying they know that you know that y'all don't really know nothing. You being clowned as a people. They know that y'all you know y'all open this black African American thing. They make jokes about all that about your identity because they know they bullshitting you and fooling you. They know they got you calling yourself black people. They know that they got a stranglehold on your mind. That's the biggest joke. You niggas ain't got no culture. You ain't. They say that all the time. 
You see, they know exactly what they're doing. They did it like that. They created black people for a reason. Negroes, African Americans, these are nothing but things that these crackers came up with, sat up in they up in, and they wanted a uh, uh, school building somewhere or one of their uh, um, college buildings or whatever. And yeah, what would we call the what would we call the American Negro? What would she would classify him as? And call him African American. You know, call him African American. That's, that's more Character. now pass Character. it down to Jesse Jackson. Now pass it down to Jesse Jackson. Give it to one of the blacks and let him let them believe that a black man came up with because they'll they'll be more palatable to accepting it if it's coming from one of their own kind. It's kinda like when you give a roach poison to take back to the rest of the roaches and they eat and kill all the rest of the roaches. That roach that's willing yeah. to carry the poison. Yeah. Right. And it's a it, 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 it's a trip, man, because you know, you've said this since I've been listening to you, you know, if, if you're a serious brother and you got this look on your face of seriousness, you know, it's funny how people come up to you and say, uh, why are you mad? And oh, I get it all the time. I look at them, I I look at them, the I look at them and I say, you know what I say to them, Nubin? I say, do you know me? What's my name? Where am I from? How old am I? No, 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 exactly. So what makes you think I'm mad? I'm a very happy more. person. No, what what it is, what it is, is that they're used to now having that coon sambo mentality that they think every so-called black person will be walking around acting like some jolly coon or have a jolly coon look on their face. That's what they think because most black people walk around looking simple-minded. So when they don't see you walking around looking simple-minded, yo, what's wrong with him? And white people do the same thing because they could tell a simple-minded coon which they think all but you all you all these so called black but are simple minded coons on some level to a bronze person who's mm-hmm. serious. They don't know how to handle that. I've seen it. When we have the, our events, the Republican mix like when we go into hotels and we you know, when we carry our stuff, the brothers got on the all blue, we all got on our blue, we conducting ourselves like men and women, we're not conducting ourselves like a bunch of males and females at a bunch of damn coons in the damn uh, damn zoo somewhere. We acting like real men and real women. Um, dignified, conducting ourselves appropriately and whatnot, and, and like I said, going to the um, going to restaurants, tipping people and whatnot, and, you know, carrying that pleasant energy with us and being serious about our business. They don't know how to handle that. They don't even get that. That's that's not even sent the same energy from these church coons because these church niggas are coons too. They're coming there to these events all dressed up and they coons too, man. Oh yeah, so they used to them type of niggas because the white man wrote those characters. He wrote those coon ass characters. So they used to them. And if you and because that they see that that's how the white man to create a stereotype. You see, so because right. once he creates a stereotype in his mind, it's easier for him to deal with people all the same way. That groove, he had to create a groove into how he deal with your people. Because not saying your people, but you know, so called black people, how he deals with them. Anything outside the lines of what he understands you to be, which is lower than him, lesser than him. I don't give a fuck. But none of them say they all believe that you're lesser and lower than him. I don't give a shit if they begging on the street. They think they better than you. That's programmed. And I said mm-hmm. that a long time ago. They could be begging on the goddamn street, begging you for a dollar, and they still give up tell you I'm white. But I'm white. You know what I'm saying? I could always Yo, clean myself up. I'm white. They will let you know. Yo, I made this white dude my mad. I made this damn. I made this white dude mad, man. One time, <laughs> he was talking all this junk or whatever, complaining and whining. I said, "You know what, dude? You the worst." He was like, "Why? Why you say that?" I said, "You the worst, but you a broke white man." 
You're a broke mm-hmm. white man. This whole thing's been laid out for you. And you bitching and complaining and moaning and broke. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it, you know, it, and he got he got pure he got he looked like he wanted to pull out a gun and blow me away, bro. When I said that, yeah, you know, because he knows the truth. Because he knows it's the truth. truth. You, he, you 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 the worst. Let him know, damn, you out here crying about how you doing to a to a nigga who in your mind to me who was a nigga in your mind you supposed to be better than me, but you ain't doing no better than me. No, I'm doing way better than you. And you you reminded him of that, and that really pissed him off. It did. It did. Mm. He spoke to He said a word to me since. One more thing, and I'm going to get off here. When I was in the the white man's military, because I did that as as a young man before I came into the awareness of the world. Anyway, this this white boy came up to me, and he said, you know what, man? There's something about you. He said, you're not black. And I oh, just yeah. stared at him. I said, "What do you?" I said, "What do you mean?" He said, "Just the way you act, the way you talk, the way you carry yourself. You're not black." He said yeah. that to me, man. Oh, uh, hey, hey. I, if I could tell you all the times I've heard that, and they don't even have to say it, you can tell how they look at you. You can feel the energy like it's a level of like respect. You know what I'm saying? Because I say that when our people carry themselves in dignity and in the righteousness of who we are and we know who we come from or where we're going to, they can't they they ain't nobody gonna front on us, man. They not gonna front on us. Right. They front on these coon ass niggas who they control, man. These black coon ass niggas and they image that they like to control and manipulate. And you know, that that's real. That that's fact because uh I remember another time when all this black lives matter crap was going on. This white boy was like, uh, uh, hey, what do you think about the Black Lives Matter movement? I said, man, I don't give a shit about the Black Lives Matter movement, man. Because if if if, if black people really gave a damn about who they are, they wouldn't be marching. They would be separating, doing their own thing, starting their own economy. They just crying and wanting some attention. I don't give a shit about no Black Lives Matter, man. He, you should have seen the way this this, this redneck looked at me. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is this motherfucker? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Anyway, brother, you, I appreciate you because you. you didn't answer. You didn't answer the question like a like a like a uh, like a stereotypical black man. And see, when you don't do that, they don't know how to deal with that because that's part of a bigger picture for them. But thanks for calling, brother. Thank you. Alright, peace. Four seven zero. Menzak Menzo Scott Z. Menzak. Yeah, just to chime in and to uh, add on. Uh, the, the term Mesoamerican, that's so, it's just so in your face, Mesoamerican. And it's also noticeably attached to the brightness because it's, it's attached to reality. And it's noticeable and acknowledged by, you know, just like you said, like the other gentleman, the previous gentleman, and, and even your own personal situation, it's acknowledged by the humans. The brightness is, is totally separate and, and is noticeable and is acknowledged even in silence, even in the language of silence. Just like uh, the other day I saw a fat so-called white man with the, you know, like you said, the black man's fade on the side with the beard edged up with the razor and all this. He had noticed me and had, like, slowed his pace because he was walking right alongside the black female who was, you know, France and doing, you know, trying to, you know, basically they do that to basically because they see some entity that they can control. I think it's just a control thing, you know, they're combative with us, just programmed to be combative with us, 
and just totally has this relationship, this control factor relationship with the so-called white man. And so she she noticed me giving her this eat shit look when she had to look over her shoulder and notice the little white boyfriend. It like slowed up in, in pace because he saw me. Knowledge, that brightness, that, that judgment. And I was just looking at him. I, I was just, you know, eyebrow raising. I was just standing on my floor just looking like, and that's, you know, the acknowledgement. Because what he is acknowledging that someday – at the sight of your vision, he will be held in judgment and he will burn, just as all these humans will burn in time. You know how the film, you know mm-hmm. how the film used to, at the end of the film, it, like, it got that burnt out look, it turned black and it burned out? Yes. That's going to be the end of the human picture as you see it. And then the next film starts with a continuation of the humans, which is the gray race. Continuation of the humans, the gray race. We're literally going into another image, another frame of a picture. So all of us who are of the Mesoamerican society, Mesoamerican community, the greater Mesoamerican community, and the Republic of Mentelec, of course, we are moving forward. We're getting on the, on the train and moving forward. And the third dimension is where we meet up at as the Mentelians, as the Mesoamerican, as we're doing that. That's why I brought the terminology forward because nobody's doing that setting up the international Mesoamerican community. It's going to be for membership and things like that. People, you know, to come in and be part of that, you know, and giving our people a real identity and giving them, you know, a language, all that yes. stuff is coming. But, uh, you know, yes. for, the, for those of our people who are not quite bright, but at least got some bron- got the uh-huh. bronze mind trying to get in alignment. So, you know, like I said, this was, you know, the site is coming up. Membership, everything is going to come up. We're going to have all kinds of, um, you know, uh, newsletters, that events coming, all this stuff. You know, we're breaking away from that mm-hmm. African-American crap, man. That's some image of the beast. That's some nonsense the beast wrote, man. Throwing that script Definitely. out. Closing that, closing that and, door. And the enlightened ones of the humans also acknowledge, like, even they'll even chime in, because I'll have the broadcast playing late night at the barbershop, and they're like, totally actually like identify like okay so y'all the ones who basically aren't allowing or accepting the, the whole box that they're putting you in because the, the blacks you know they, not not to say black but the blacks you know all that and they they make that that splice they can differentiate that well the so-called whites they don't know they're in the picture as well man they being manipulated too man they being manipulated they see they they manipulating all that they manipulate the black man, the white man, the black woman, the white woman. That's why they feel that camaraderie. That's mm-hmm. why in just an, an ordinary setting, they feel that camaraderie with, with the brightness. They, you know, they can actually try to shed light to the brightness, like on, onto the brightness and chime in and actually try to get some sort of uh, understanding of why they're going through what they're going through. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because... They they don't understand that they are in a limited picture as well that's about to come to an end, you see. And this is why in these last days, these humans are going to be distraught. They're going to be desperate. They're going to be suicidal. They're going to be homicidal because they know that their picture is coming to a close because the beast is that much in tune with the third dimension in motion that he knows that the motion of his uh, running line his in the film, 
Like it's coming to an end. He yeah. already knows that. They know. They already wrote the white woman out of the script already. You know, once they write the woman out, then they're trying to replace the white woman with the black woman. They 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 just added right, the script right. to the black woman. In. You see, they wrote the white woman out, and the so-called black men is written out of the script. Right, right. And every now and again, they'll put you know the black man with the white woman or whatever. But he'll still be looking no, real weak no, and soft. No. No, you might see that, you, and that's going to be rare. Because, bro, brother, Enru, this is this is literally like a script these devils write. <laughs> they writing all this shit. They sitting here writing it on Madison Avenue in New York, out there in Malibu. They sitting here writing it, putting out an advertisement and your and your uh, uh, yes. and corporate enterprise Every. and your television and your and your uh, in, uh, internet and all that they control it's all the same no shit. shame all of it. without shame it's, it's, it's a picture race. it is a film this is a film yeah. and, the, and the and the people who are the supporting cast of it is the blacks and the whites they're the supporting cast and there's you know it's, like i said niggas is just entertainment man like, they just use niggas to keep things going and entertaining and you know because really all mostly i'm really keep the circle uh, moving the internet mm-hmm. Somebody said this before, and I and I I'm gonna just say it if I agree with it, and then come from me, but it came from somebody else said really the internet was created to spy on niggas, man. See what you doing? Cause cause notice these white people don't really they don't really use the internet like like you know like the social media part social media stuff. You see, right? They don't really use this stuff like they, for real. You see Facebook pages, they be all bland and shit. Niggas get Facebook right, popping, get online. Instagram popping, YouTube. Right, right. Niggas got all that popping. You know what I mean? That's and white people them watch that stuff because they want to watch niggas. That's why. <laughs> I mean, am I right or wrong? Absolutely right. That's that's so. Like I said, they niggas are like the wheel on the sprocket of the film that just keep the wheel going, like the hamsters on the wheel that's going to keep running. They keep asking for the same, keep doing the same thing, getting the same results out of the circle. Black people, they running on that same circle because, like I said, like that sprocket and the film running through it, they keep using the black narrative to introduce things into society. They use it just like the Black Lives Matter thing is a script they wrote. And they hired actors like they always do, like they did. They've been doing going back to the civil rights movement where they got them actors, Martin Luther Coon and and, and, and uh, what's the other one? Uh, uh, Rosa Parks and and that homosexual Bay is rusting. Get these characters in there. They've been doing stuff like Harriet Tubman going back to. This. They was constantly writing this script, and it ain't stopped. Right, right. This is a picture it's to them, man. And the picture is about to run out. That's why at the end of the picture, the, the, the picture, the characters get all wacky. Everything comes out of whack. You know, that's what makes the climax of the film even more eventful because you start seeing shit going all out. And what is the beast doing? Baggage, lesbians, trannies, all kind of weird shit because that's showing you the film coming to a crash and all. Right. Mm-hmm. That's all. Everything, as things come crashing down, and the end is coming near. You see everything come out of the closet, everything revealed, all the shit that we've been going on is now just being revealed more and more. Mm-hmm. Because the picture's about to come to an end. <clears throat> and the next is coming in, and you can see it. Everyone can see yeah. it, clearly. Yeah. I mean, this world on come to an end, man. This world, as you know it, has Hell come on. to an end. Hell on it. This world's coming to an end. 
and a new society is coming up. The next society is coming up. And mm-hmm. right alongside that next society will be the graves. Of course, they'll come up, but they're going to come up under us in harmony. Hell, I'm, hell us. Hell and us. Zach. And Zach. All right. So keep that in mind. A whole new image is being projected. A whole next image is being projected. A whole next image is being projected as we speak. And you're listening to the image being projected. You're listening to it. You're listening to the projection right now. I'm speaking of mental like in me. As I am projecting this message to you, I am part of a fourth dimensional projection. And you who are receivers of this fourth dimensional projection are meant to receive it as live and active receivers. Y'all follow? Y'all hear what I'm saying to you? You are meant to and being allowed to in these next days and times, a.k.a. last days and last time, in these next days and times, you are being allowed to hear this reception. You are being allowed to hear this reception through your ascendance. Y'all hear me? You're being allowed to hear this through your ascendance. Your sensory is coming from your future ascendance. This is why you're able to hear this message. And I told you, the ones who fell out of here, that means they didn't have no ascendance in the future that could hear this message. That's why they couldn't hear the message, because you have to have ascendancy in the future to hear the continuous message coming into from the fourth dimension to bring in the next film, to bring in the next picture. Y'all follow what I'm saying to you? You have to have ascendancy in the fourth dimension and beyond to constantly keep hearing the bigger picture and co- and closing out these ones and getting in line for the next picture because that's what the third dimension represents. It is a moving line towards something else. See, for the humans, it's nothing but a damn conveyor belt because they're going to go right back around in that circle and they're going to be recycled. They're going to go right back around before it's supposed to be an upward conveyor belt moving upward into the fourth dimension. That's what that's supposed to be. You see, and it's only going to be, like I said, those who are open for reception to get this, man. I told you, I don't care how it sounds to whoever, man. The only ones who are going to be open for this reception are those of the elect, man. So when these people sit up here and say, oh, I don't want to listen to mentally because this guy cursed a lot, or oh, I don't want to listen because some of the things he said is kind of rough and vulgar and he harsh, or oh, this ain't for them then because, you know, you don't, you're not really listening to the message. You're focused on my delivery. You're not listening to the message. That's what they're telling you. See, they try to make it seem, because the minute somebody says something about that, they didn't criticize the message. They criticized my delivery. How? How? You didn't criticize the message. You criticized my delivery. You, it, so is that, what the, is that what it's about, my delivery or the message? What is it about? My delivery or the message? They'll tell you, oh, well, you know, this, that, and no. It's either about the message or it's about the delivery. If you care about the delivery, then you could go get a better, a better delivery man. You can go get Minister Farrakhan. You can go get any of these other delivery. They deliver stuff way better than me. They'll speak nice to you, tell you what you want to hear. They'll say, oh, you can go to the black conscious community. You can go to uh, these guys out here. They've got better delivery than me because, see, I'm not going to bullshit you. They are. 
You see, so they could be all nice and talk nice to you and say all kind of shit because all that's that's part of the script, man. These niggas are characters in the script too. That's written by the beast, man. They these niggas are characters, man. They in the script as well. You see, that's why they always trying to be so damn ingratiating to white people because in the script that's what coons do. The white man wrote these niggas 100 years ago, 200 years ago, he wrote these Sambo coon-ass niggas, and he keep recycling them. And that's why you keep seeing generations of these new niggas. That's why you keep seeing them, because he keeps recycling the script, and he'll put images out there for you to take these images up and constantly be part of his picture. You follow what I'm saying? He constantly recycles the coon image. He constantly recycles the thug image. You go back, he constantly recycles the whole image. The mammy image. He constantly recycles it because he wrote the script for that. You can't close out of that picture. That's constantly a frame in the minds of you so-called black people. You can't escape it. A lot of y'all can't escape it because you weren't given the ability to escape it. You're constantly caught up in that proverbial world and that proverbial hell, man, because a lot of you people are in hell in your mind because you're locked into that picture. That is your reality. Your reality is you listen to mental like. Uh, I can't get into that. I don't like how he's saying, how he's talking. See, you're the people that's constantly caught in this uh, in this false um, world in the two dimension, where you black, you Negro, you African American. There's COVID nineteen. You're going to get vaccinated. You're going to eat all the bad foods in your hood. You'll lay with everybody. You love everything. You niggas are and you niggas are the worst in the characterization of this film. You are the you are the worst. But you know what? That's your life. That's the role that was written for you. You were given a shitty role in life, black people, because all you do is talk about a bunch of nothing. All you do is think about a bunch of nothing, and that's because you were written to be taught. You were written like that. You were you were written out. You were written to be simple-minded ass niggas, man. You were written by the beast, the so-called white man, to be a bunch of simple Simon ass niggas, man. And you know what? Y'all bought into it. You know what I mean? Niggas, that, that coon-ass nigga Jimmy Walker influence back in the damn, uh, in the 70s, Jimmy J.J.-ass Walker, that big coon Sambo from Good Times, you know what I mean? Niggas he influenced, they put that coon-ass Sambo nigga out there to make a bunch of Jimmy J.J. Walker, Jimmy J.J. Jerkoff. Bunch of dumbass niggas jumping up around. Dino Mike acting silly because all see when they see when images like that grow and they grow those type of images, those images get locked in the minds of men for for a long for a lifetime, man. This is why you got a bunch of simple-minded ass black males out here because they were ingratiated by those silly ass images, man. You see, they get see when you look at certain images. Let me tell you something. The beast when you look at certain images. And he that he puts out, and your mind gets open to it, and you just like a little piece of it or something you just love about the character and whatever. You know, a little piece of that persona, that false persona goes into your mind, right? You do know that image that you like about that character, it goes into your mind. And you start shifting your ways to do things like how that person would do or think like how that person or start mimicking what that person is saying. And that's not even a real person. You follow what I'm saying? You start, you see, that that's how he does. He creates influential characters so that they can enter the the inner workings of your mind so that then you want to be like them. You see, and and them is who the white man wrote them to be, and you want to be like them. You think you want to be like Cardi B because that's not even Cardi B. You think you want to be like Meg Thee Stallion. That's not even Meg Thee Stallion. That's somebody some white motherfucker wrote. You 
think you want to be like Jay-Z or all these other clowns. That's something somebody wrote, man. You can see somebody writing a note, a whole other image for Jay-Z right now. Look at him. You can tell that nigga didn't make no decisions on how he looking now. Somebody wrote that for him. That nigga's life is scripted, man. All these niggas' lives are scripted. Even you niggas who, who are not aware that your life is scripted, it's scripted. And that's a picture you can't close out of, man. Man. Right back.
tell y'all something. I want you to pay attention to what I'm about to say. If you could impersonate someone, meaning their, how they talk and things like that, if you could impersonate somebody, that means they're not real. Because you can only impersonate a character. You can't impersonate a personality. You can impersonate a character. You see, because most people are acting out here. I'm going to give you an example of what I mean. I'm going to give you a perfect example of what I mean. Remember on In Living Color, those of you remember, when Damon Wayans, I might be one of y'all born in the 90s, y'all don't remember this, but those old, remember when Damon Wayans impersonated Minister Farrakhan? When he was, um, he did that, they did uh, Minister Farrakhan and them on the, um, on the Starship Enterprise, and they, and they uh, was on In Living Color. Damon Wayans was impersonating Minister Farrakhan. You know why he was able to do that? You know why he was able to impersonate Minister Farrakhan? He was actually insulting Minister Farrakhan because what he was saying was Minister Farrakhan's not real. You're a character. You're not a real person. You're a character. That's really what he was saying. When people impersonate you, they're really clowning you because they're saying you're a character. You can only uh, you can only impersonate a character, not a real persona. That's why you ain't never really seen nobody trying to impersonate Elijah Muhammad. You don't see people trying to impersonate Malcolm X, right? You see people talking like Malcolm X, putting their fucking finger on their ear and like dumb shit and trying to talk like Malcolm X. You don't see people impersonating him because, see, you impersonate a, a person who's a phony, a character. You see, same thing with Minister Farrakhan. You impersonate somebody who people take as a phony. I'm not calling Minister Farrakhan a phony. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that people who imitate you really saying that you're a phony. That's what they're saying. I can do you. I can copy you. How are you going to copy me if I'm an original? You can't copy me. You can't really copy me. You can only copy me if I'm a copy of something else. You can't copy an original. You see? Because if you have your true personality, your true persona, then can't nobody copy your, the true essence of who you are, the personification of who you are. Nobody can copy that. But if somebody could come up there and do an impression of you, then that means that they, they, what they're saying is they're realizing that you're a character. And, again, I didn't insult Minister Farrakhan. I ain't calling him a clown. <laughs> Damon Wayne is in them dead because they were basically making fun of him. And I'm, I'm surprised the nation didn't get at, get at him. 
They didn't get at Minister Farrakhan, but it went over their head, what he was doing. See, because these people are part of a cult of personality as well. And they know that the, a lot of these niggas, they, they could tell an actor when they see one. That's why they clown actors impersonate them. So that, that, that's really what they were saying. They were saying, oh, you acting, Minister Farrakhan. You an actor. That's really what they were saying when they were doing that. You see? That's what people do when they impersonate you. But when people are real, they carry a real persona, they can't be impersonated. You see, you can't be impersonated. You see, people know that you're putting on, that you're acting. You see, they know that you're putting on and acting. And so all they're doing is acting like how you act. They're acting like how you act. You see, like somebody had the nerve one time to try and do an impersonation to me. I'm like, you ain't going to do no impersonation. You don't sound like me. You don't talk like me, nothing. I'm an original. I'm an original. You see? I'm a one and only. You can't impersonate Nugent Minkares. You cannot. You can talk, you can use words I use and talk all rough and all, but that's not the same thing. That's not the same thing. You cannot impersonate me because I'm not a character. I'm a real person. You can impersonate people who are not real, you see, because they're part of the script of the two-dimensional world. They're part of that world. I'm not a part of that. You see, I'm not a part of that. They can't impersonate me. You see, they can't impersonate me because I'm, I don't, I'm not a character. I'm not playing a role. You see, you'll go to all them niggas on YouTube, them so-called black conscious leaders, they can impersonate Umar Johnson. They can impersonate Tariq Nasheed. They can impersonate uh, Young Pharaoh. They, I, hey, I'm just saying. Right or wrong? Tell me I'm wrong. Everybody could do it. Uh, they could impersonate Bro Polite. They could impersonate Sarnetta. So what are they doing? They insulting them niggas. I don't seen people do impersonation of all of them. They insulting them niggas. That's really what they saying. You niggas ain't real when they doing impersonation of you because they know that this is all scripted. Niggas are big actors, man. They just don't know they part of a bigger picture. They it's all this niggas is acting out, man. Why you think they say, oh, when these rappers, a lot of these rappers, they make good actors. These guys who thug rappers and all that, they make some really good actors. Well, because them niggas acting like thugs already when they come in the industry, they acting already. They acting like they straight. They acting like they like women. They acting like they ain't ready to get on their knees and do whatever. They acting like they hard. They acting like they got money. Them niggas already acting. What are you talking about? They know they playing a role. This ain't nothing but another role. Tupac. Spoon pop, ballet dancing ass nigga, man. Now you a thug. That was scripted, man. Biggie, you dope pushing nigga. <laughs> Stop it, man. We're moving packs and blocks on down the block. People expose that shit, man. Because you putting that junk in these babies' heads, man. You misleading these babies that want to be like you and talk that bullshit. Because that's what the beast wants, man. He wants statistics and stereotypes and little nigglets to put through the prison system. And you niggas helped him. You helped him. But your false image is because y'all part of the writings of the beast. You're part of his character. That's why they tell you, you know, they, they say they, they made a joke out of that. If you, if you was a rapper, 
and you was trying to get on, and you know you you wasn't really no thug dude or no whatever the case may be, and you was just a regular guy, you know, just rapping whatnot. They was like, no, we gotta straighten you up. You gotta make you more street. We gotta make you more hood. We gotta make you more thug. That be these Caucasian Jews, and they're telling you this shit. Well, I'm not from the hood. I live in the I live in the suburbs. Well, we're just gonna say you're from the hood, okay? Ain't that what they do? Tell me I'm wrong. They're gonna make you a street nigga. So that you so that you could be so you can get everybody on that street nigga vibration. So they could write the script for you. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. So please tell me. This shit ain't real. These people are not real, man. These niggas whole lives are scripted, man. And the beasts know who the niggas are who 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 fakes and phonies and they willing to put on See, he only deals with fake people, man. The beast knows phony. He knows phony people when he's seeing because he's phony. That's why he knows what certain niggas to deal with to get to sell out. The niggas, he knows he'll come to the, come to the mansion party and, hit his, hit, and let his knees hit the floor. They already know because these niggas are scripted already. These niggas were scripted going back to slavery. That's why Tariq Nasheed was able to write, uh, put together buck breaking because buck breaking is basically a script of how they, they, how they wanted you so-called black men to act like a bunch of faggots all the way up to this time and continuously. They was basically making faggots out of you black men in this, and they scripted uh, and they scripted text, whether it be in movies, whether it be on radio show, all that Uncle Tom shit, all that shit they had you niggas. That's really just you making you niggas a bunch of faggots, man. Cause how, how you gonna sit up here and have let another man have you talking like a fucking idiot? That's some that's some buck breaking shit right there. Some mental buck breaking. Got you talking. You niggas don't talk like that. They the white man gonna make you talk like a fucking idiot. Oh no, man. That, 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 that. That's because that's the script they wanted to tell. That's the narrative they want to give. And you niggas follow the script for some money. Because y'all all actors. Only hardcore niggas. They talk about Ice Cube and whatnot. He wasn't no hood nigga. He, he lived, in, he lived in, the, in the damn suburbs somewhere, Ice Cube. But wrote all that gangster shit now, didn't he? Wrote all that gangster, easy e uh, fuck the police. He wrote all that stuff. Nigga, and, and, and you would think that was the hardest gang banging his ass nigga ever. You know what I'm saying? You thought he was the hardest gang banging his ass nigga ever. He wrote all that shit. I, I, Ice Cube, he went to a damn private school somewhere. He Something like that. He grew up in the suburbs. His family, his family, you know, his family had, uh, had a little bit of paper. You see, they wasn't what, they was well off. They wasn't, he wasn't in no gang, gang banging. I think he was going to school with his Jerry Curl like everything else. You see? They got that's 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 what the that that that's the image they wanted to portray. That's the image they wanted to portray of these niggas, man. And so they got him to write that, and he wrote that bullshit. That's straight out of Compton nonsense, all that gang banging shit, and niggas running from the police and all this other stuff. Like I said, that was all messages being planted in your mind for this film, man. So that you niggas always got it in your mind to fear the police, run from the police. They was to, they was basically programming you niggas to be criminals and see the white man as the authority. That's what they were doing, whether you know it or not. That's why they made those images of the, uh, the police chasing Easy E and these niggas. They want when you niggas are you niggas artists? Are you niggas rappers? Or are you criminals? You 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 you're confusing me. Are you niggas criminals? Or are you rappers? Come on. They're trying to put an image in your head. Y'all don't understand how deep this thing is, man. How deep this is about them putting these images in your head, making you think this shit is real. 
They you these niggas are all actors. All these rappers, these these personal these are all actors, man. See the real entertainment done going away. They gone, man. Was a time when you was just a singer. Nobody ain't know shit about your personal life like that and whatnot. Or you was an actor. Nobody ain't know nothing about your personal. Now, not only do you, not only can you can't just be a singer. You, people got to be following you around. You got to do fifty million interviews. You got to be on social media, all that. Because now they just trying to make fake personalities, man. That's just the beast. Right, another level of him writing the script. That's all. That's all it is, man. So let me, um, like I said, the so-called black woman, she's programmed. That behavior is just programmed behavior, man. Just like the so-called black man is programmed. That nigga mentality, that nigga mindset, all that nigga nonsense, that even this monkey music you niggas listen to, that's all programmed for you niggas to listen to. That's why the white man keep playing it over, and you niggas is like, oh, this shit is hot. Y'all got, he just programmed you niggas like dumb monkeys that you are to just keep listening to this music, this garbage trap shit. Over and over and over again. Next thing you know, y'all playing, you're bumping it in your car because you're like, oh, damn, well, shit, this shit is popping. This shit bumping, yo, because I'm hearing it all over the place. And you starting to think this shit really sounds good. Now, you know damn well, if you would have heard this shit 10 years ago, you'd be like, yo, cuz, what shit? What's this shit on? And I've seen the most ridiculous shit today. I'm not even going to. I got to repeat this. I got to repeat this. Why see an old ass Negro, old ass black man? He had to be about 65, 66 years old. Why does old nigga have on a pink T-shirt and a pair of ripped up black jeans, skinny jeans? An old nigga with gray hair had on a pink T-shirt and ripped up black and ripped up black uh, 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 skinny jeans. I kid you not. Let me go ahead and read these questions. What is the constant com- completion of the bigger picture? Basically, realizing and setting a reality, cutting reality from what is fantasy, man. See, we got to close out all these fantasy pictures in our minds, man, within the two-dimensional realm as we move on this path in the third dimension. We got to close out all these false images. I mean, I brought up a lot of examples tonight, but these examples I used because these examples were used to program the minds of our people to, through television, through the radio, through all these forms of magazines and billboards. They were programming our people, man, to be part of their, their constant scripts. And we got to close those scripts and those pictures out in our minds, man. Because they make up our memory and it's weighing our memory down so that we can't ascend into the fourth dimension. Why must it be completed so that we can uh, uh, so that we can ascend? Because these images, these false images, weigh us down. We got to close out these pictures. Is everyone part of the bigger picture? No, they're not. You'll see as you start to ascend that everybody's not a part of the bigger picture. Who is a part of the bigger picture? The elect. The elect are the bigger picture, are a part of the bigger picture, and will be the continual picture. Where does the bigger picture start? It starts with us. We started the picture rolling. As they said, rolling started rolling as soon as we started coming together as the Republican mental, as the elect. We started the picture rolling. And I'm so serious. But that's it. We're going to close out the name of Amen by the power of Amen. Amen we trust and Amen we thank. And then I'm going to continue forward forever. I am the intellectual Nubin Minkari. This has been Mental Like Radio. I'll see you guys back here tomorrow night at 10. Good night, good night, good night. Oh, no.
want to profit from your demise. This life to cover up everything all this time. Oh, baby, baby, don't you cry. Oh, you got your prize.